Welcome to Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's Word, your daily dose of the bread of life. Today is February 14th, and I'm your host, Daniel Blank. We will be reading from the Amazing Facts Bible Reading Plan at amazingfacts.org. Search Bible Reading Plan. The link is also provided below as well. Each month's reading are based on the first 25 days of each month, which means there are a number of free days so you can catch up if you ever fall behind. This should make reaching your goal of reading the Bible through in a year very possible. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Let's open up in prayer as we read God's word. Thank you, dear Lord, for another opportunity and another day, which was not promised to us, but you have given it to us, Father, and we pray that today we draw closer to you as we dive into your word. Open our understanding and our mind as we read and we listen. Speak to us in a way which we have never been spoken to before when we have delved into these scriptures. Please refine us and reprove us. Teach us to stay. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We will be reading today from the New King James Version. In the book of Exodus, we will read Exodus 35 to 37, Psalms chapter 37, verses 1 to 22, and Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 to 12, and Acts chapter 22. So let's get started then, shall we? Exodus chapter 35. Then Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said to them, these are the words which the Lord has commanded you to do. Work shall be done for six days, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your dwellings on the Sabbath day. And Moses spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord commanded, saying, Take from among you an offering to the Lord. Whoever is of a willing heart, let you let him bring it as an offering to the Lord, gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair, ramskin dyed red, badger skin, and acacia wood, oil for the light, and spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, onyx stones, and stones to be set in the ephod, and the breastplate, and in the ble and in the breastplate. All who are gifted artisans among you shall come and make all that the Lord has commanded: the tabernacle, its tent, its covering, its clasp, its board, its bars, its pillars, and its socket, the ark, and its poles, with the mercy seat and the veil of the covering, the table and its poles, all its utensils, and the showbread, also the lampstand for the light, its utensils, its lamps, and the oil for the light, the incense altar, its poles, the anointing oil, the sweet incense, and the screen for the door at the entrance of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offerings, with its bronze grating, its poles, all its utensils, and the laver and its base, the hangings of the court, its pillars, their sockets, and the screen for the gate of the court, the pegs of the tabernacle, the pegs of the court and their cords, the garments of ministry, 
for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister as priests. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. Then everyone came whose heart was stirred, and everyone whose spirit was willing, and they brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting, for all its service, and for the holy garments. They came, both men and women, as many as had a willing heart, and brought earrings and nose ring, rings and necklace, all jewelry of gold, all jewelry, all jewelry, 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 all jewelry of gold. That is, every man who made an offering of gold to the Lord, and every man who, and every man with whom was found blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat's hair, red skin of rams and badger skin, brought them. Everyone who offered an offering of silver or bronze brought the Lord's offering. Everyone with whom was found acacia wood for any work of the service brought it. All women who were gifted artisan spun yarn with their hands and brought what they had spun of blue, purple, and scarlet, and fine linen. And all the women whose hearts stirred with wisdom spun yarn of goat's hair. The rulers brought onyx stones, and the stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate, and spices and oil for the light, for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a freewill offering to the Lord, all men and women whose heart were willing to bring material for all kinds of work which the Lord, by the hand of Moses, had commanded to be done. And Moses said to the children of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name Baziel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom and understanding, in knowledge, and all manner of workmanship, to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, and to work in all manner of artistic workmanship. And he has put in his heart the ability to teach in him and in Aho and Aholiab, the son of Ahasamach, of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with skill to do all manner of work of the engraver and the designer and the tapestry maker in blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine linen and of the weaver, those who do every work and those who design artistic works. Chapter 36 And Baziel and Aholiab, and every gifted artisan in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary, shall do according to all that the Lord has commanded. Then Moses called Baziel and Aholiab, and every gifted artisan in whose heart the Lord has put wisdom, everyone whose heart was stirred to come and do the work. And they received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of making the sanctuary. So they continued bringing to him freewill offerings every morning. Then all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each from the work he was doing, and they spoke to Moses, saying, The people bring much more 
than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded us to do. So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. And the people were restrained from bringing, for the material they had was sufficient for all the work to be done, indeed too much. Then all gifted artisans among them who worked on the tabernacle made ten curtains woven of fine linen and of purple and of blue, purple, and scarlet thread. With artistic design of cherubim, they made them. The length of each curtain was 28 cubits and the width and the width of each cur curtain and the width of each curtain four cubits. The curtains were all the same size, and he completed five curtains to one another, and the other five curtains he coupled to one another. He made loops of blue yarn on the edge of the curtain, on the selvage of one set. Likewise, he did on the outer edge of the other curtain of the second set. Fifty loops he made on one curtain, and fifty loops he made on the edge of the curtain on the end of the second set. The loops held one curtain to another, and he made 50 clasps of gold and coupled the curtains to one another with the clasp that it might be one tabernacle, that it might be one tabernacle. He made curtains of goat's hair for the tent over the tabernacle. He made 11 curtains. The length of each curtain was 30 cubits, and the, width of, uh, and the width of each curtain was four cubits. The 11 curtains were the same size. He coupled five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves. He made 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in one set, and 50 loops he made on the edge of the curtain of the second set. He also made 50 bronze clasps to couple the tent together that it might be one. Then he made a covering of the tent. Then he made a covering for the tent of ram skin dyed red, and a covering of badger skin above that. For the tabernacle, he made boards of cassia wood standing upright. The length of each board was 10 cubits, and the width of each board a cubit and a half. Each board had two tenons for the binding. Each board had two tenons for binding one to another. Thus he made all the boards of the tabernacle. And he made, the, and he made boards for the tabernacle, 20 boards for the south side. 40 sockets of silver he made to go under the 20 boards. Two sockets under each of the boards for its two tenons. And for the other side of the tabernacle, the north side, he made 20 boards and there 40 sockets of silver two sockets under each of the boards. For the west side of the tabernacle, he made six boards. He also made two boards for the two back corners of the tabernacle, and they were coupled at the bottom and coupled together at the top by one ring. Thus he made both of them for the two corners. Thus he made both of them for the two corners. So there were eight boards and their sockets, 16 sockets of silver, two sockets under each of the boards. And he made five bars of acacia wood, five of the boards on one side of the tabernacle, 
five bars for the boards on the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the tabernacle on the far west side, on the far side westward. And he made the middle bar to pass through the boards from one end to the other. He overlaid the boards with gold and their rings of gold to be holders for the bars and overlaid the bars with gold. And he made a veil of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen. It was worked with an artistic design of cherubim. He made for it four pillars of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold, with their hooks of gold, and he cast four sockets of silver for them. He also made a screen for the tabernacle door of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen made by a weaver and its five pillars with their hooks. And he overlaid their capitals and their rings with gold, but their five sockets were bronze. Chapter 37 Then Basil made the ark of acacia wood. Two and a half cubits was its length, a cubit and a half its width, and a cubit and a half its height. He overlaid it with pure gold, inside and outside, and made a molding of gold all around it. And he cast for it four rings of gold to be set in its four corners, two rings on one side and two rings on the other side of it. He made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. And he put the poles into the rings at the sides of the ark to bear the ark. He also made the mercy seat of pure gold. Two and a half cubits was its length and a cubit and a half its width. He made two cherubims of beaten gold. He made them of one piece at the two ends of the mercy seat. One cherubim at one end of this side and the other cherubim at the other end on that side. He made the cherubim at the two ends of one piece with the mercy seat. The cherubim spread out their wings above and covered the mercy seat with their wings. They faced one another, and the faces of the cherubim were toward the mercy seat. He made the table of acacia wood. Two cubits was its length, a cubit its width, and a cubit and a half its height. He overlaid it with pure gold and made a molding of gold all around it. Also, he made a frame of a handbreadth all around it and made a molding of gold for the frame all around it. And he cast for it four rings of gold and put the four rings and put the rings on the four corners that were at its four legs. The rings were close to the frame as holders for the poles to bear the table. And he made the poles of acacia wood to bear the table and overlaid them with gold. He made of pure gold the utensils which were on the table, its dishes, its cups, its bowls, and its pitchers for pouring. He also made the lampstand of pure gold. Of hammered work he made the lampstand, its shafts, its branches, its bowls, its ornamental knobs, and its flowers were of the same piece. And six branches came out of its side, three branches of the lampstand out of one side, and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side. There were three bowls made like almond blossoms on one branch. 
with an ornamental knob and a flower, and three bowls made like almond blossoms on the other branch, with an ornamental knob and a flower. And so for the six branches coming out of the lampstand. And on the lampstand itself were four bowls made like almond blossoms, each with its ornamental knob and flower. There was a knob under the first two branches of the same, a knob under the second two branches of the same, and a knob under the third two branches of the same, according to the six branches extending from it. Their knobs and their branches were of one piece. All of it was one hammered piece of pure gold. And he made its seven lamps, its wick trimmers, and its trays of pure gold. Of a talent of pure gold he made it, with all its utensils. He made the incense altar of acacia wood. Its length was a cubit and its width a cubit. It was square, and two cubits was its height. Its horns were of one piece with it, and he overlaid it with pure gold. Its top, its sides all around, and its horns. He also made for it a molding of gold all around it. He made two rings of gold for it under its molding, by its two corners on both sides, as holders for the poles with which to bear it. And he made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He also made the holy anointing oil and the pure incense of sweet spices, according to the work of the perfumer. This concludes our reading in Exodus chapter 35 to 37. Psalms chapter 37. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword, and have bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, to slay those who are of upright conduct. Their sword shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine shall be and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, 
and the enemies of the Lord, like the splendor of the meadows, shall vanish. Into smoke they shall vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not repay, but the righteous shows mercy and gives. For those blessed by him shall inherit the earth, but those, co- but those cursed by him shall be cut off. This concludes our reading in Psalms chapter 37, verses 1 to 22. Matthew chapter 16. Then the Pharisees and the Sadducees came, and testing him, asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the time. A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And he left them and departed. Now, when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, O you of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves of the five thousand? And how many baskets you took up? Nor the seven loaves of the four thousand, and how many large baskets you took up? How is it you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread, but to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. This concludes our reading in Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 to 12. Acts chapter 22. Brethren and fathers, hear my defense before you now. And when they heard that he spoke to them in the Hebrew language, they kept all the more silent. Then he said, I am indeed a Jew, born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, taught according to the strictness of our father's law, and was zealous toward God as you all are today. I was persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering into prison both men and women, as also the high priests bear witness as also the high priest bears me witness and all the counsel of the elders from whom I also received letters to the brethren and went to Damascus to bring in chains, even those who were there to Jerusalem to be punished. Now it happened as I journeyed and came near Damascus. Now it happened as I journeyed and came near Damascus at about noon. Suddenly a great light from heaven shone around me And I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So I answered and said, So I answered, Who are you, Lord? 
And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. And those who were with me indeed saw the light and were afraid, but they did not hear the voice of him who spoke to me. So I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Arise and go to Damascus, and there you will be told all things which are appointed for you to do. And since I could not see for the glory of that light, being led by the hand of those who were with me, I came into Damascus. Then a certain Ananias, a devout man according to the law, having a good testimony with all the Jews who dwelt there, came to me and he stood and said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that same hour, I looked up at him. And he said, The God of our fathers has shown the God of our fathers has chosen you that you should know his will and see the just one and hear the voice of his mouth. For you will be his witness to all men of what you have seen and heard. And now, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Now it happened when I returned to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple, that I was in a trance and saw him saying to me, Make haste and get out of Jerusalem quickly, for they will not receive your testimony concerning me. So I said, Lord, they know that in every synagogue I imprison and beat those who believe on you. And when the blood of your martyr Stephen was shed, I also was standing by consenting to his death and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. Then he said to me, Depart, for I will send you far from here to the Gentiles. And they listened to him until this word. Then they raised their voices and said, Away with such a fellow from this earth, for he is not fit to live. Then as they cried out and tore off their clothes and threw dust in the air, the commander ordered him to be brought into the barracks and said that he should be examined under scourging so that he might know why they shouted so against him. And they, and as they bound him with thongs, Paul said to the centurion who stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man who is a Roman and uncondemned? When the centurion heard that, he went and told the commander, saying, Take care what you do, for this man is a Roman. Then the commander came out and said to him, Tell me, are you a Roman? He said, Yes. The commander answered, With a large sum I obtained this citizenship. And Paul said, But I was born a citizen. Then immediately those who were about to examine him withdrew from him, and the commander was also afraid after he found out that he was a Roman, and because he had bound him. The next day, because he wanted to know for certain why he was accused by the Jews, he released him from his bounds, and commanded the chief priests and all their councils to appear, and brought Paul down and set him before them. This concludes our reading in Acts chapter 22. This ends our reading of God's word for today. Let's close in prayer and thank him for his word. Thank you, dear Lord, for being with us during this time of reading and meditation. And Father, let not these words depart from our heart. 
Let not the lessons and the words that you have spoken to us leave our minds. Indeed, Father, you had a message for us. Help us to understand and recognize what that message is and let it become practical for our lives. Let it become practical for our witnesses. May we be your faithful witness and testify to all, Father, for we are your epistles read and known by all men. Thank you, dear Jesus. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We pray that today's reading of God's word was a blessing to you. Our prayer is that the Lord will continue to bless you with wisdom and understanding, both in spiritual as well as temporal matters in your everyday life. If you would like a special prayer, please email us at afy at amazingfacts.org or join any of our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Amazing Facts Youth and message us there with your prayer requests. If you would like to join our weekly global prayer meetings called Hey Let's Pray every Monday night at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Zoom, email us requesting the meeting ID and password or visit our social media pages asking for the meeting ID and password. Thank you again for joining us. Now as we go, enjoy the following music so that you can continue to reflect on God's word from today. We look forward to being with you again tomorrow here at Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's word, your daily dose of the bread of life. This is your host, Dan the Man, signing off until tomorrow. And remember, you are extraordinary and you are a treasure. Bye for now. Scripture taken from the New King James Version, copyright 1982 by Thomas Nelson, used by permission, all rights reserved.